My 80 year old aunt just sent me, speaking of which, a porn link in, in Facebook Messenger. I think her Facebook account has been hacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would hope. I need to send a text message. It's the night of porn. For real. All porn, all the time. Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You want people to care. You want you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm sure somebody's written that one. Pounder with cheese and France. What? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I would I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw sacrifice at my my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going hmm? it's, uh, it's my time uh, how do you measure success hey everyone and welcome to superhero speak i am your host dave and i'm pissed and john <laughs> i i pissed on john i am <laughs> J- whoa not that kind of podcast I'm JD, and I'm having pancakes currently, and they're good. Mm, nice. Pancakes. Gluten-free pancakes. <laughs> I didn't know that we were also doing America's Kitchen, but okay. Hey, why not? So what, how, do you, how do you make gluten-free pancakes? It depends on the flour. Different kind say, of flour. What kind of flour did you use? I don't know. I bought these at a restaurant. Oh. I assume almond flour, That's that tends to be the go-to for uh, rice. the gluten-free. There's rice flour. There is yeah. rice flour, but it's not used in a lot of things. Usually it's almond flour mm-hmm. is, what I, is what I find. That yeah. is more frequent than, uh, than the other one. It's really hot and it's burning my lap. So I have to find something to put on my lap right now. <laughs> All right. Well, besides the burning jewels. lap, how are you doing, JD? Oh, I'm okay, man. Kickstarter closed on Friday officially. It was my best Kickstarter. Like, we, it was slow. It was funny. I learned a lot. Like, this was a great learning experience. Like I said, I shut my mouth and I listened to my teacher, Mr. Russell Nolte. And he just said, he's like, you know, you're going to send emails every day. And I said, Okay. I said emails every day. You're going to promote. I promoted like a mother. I was everywhere. And uh, Kickstarter, I had Kickstarter with the projects we love tag. And about a, about a week and a half in, all of a sudden, my numbers skyrocketed because hmm. it got in, it got into the, it got into the right people. And like, I remember there was one day where I got like 10 backers and they were all big ticket items, like hundred dollar wow. plus hundred dollar plus donations. Right. I sold four of the, uh, you know, be a character in the story. Oh, so, wow. Cool. I made a I made a G just off of that. So we closed we closed at just under four thousand bucks with ninety backers. Still haven't hit hundred yet, but it was far and away my most successful. And it was the shortest. Usually I go for a full month. This right. time I did seventeen days, and I learned. I like I said I, I listened and I learned, and I, I this is great. Like, and I'm going to launch an Indiegogo because this was also what I was told. And again, shut up, JD. Listen to your told. If you miss the Kickstarter. We're gonna have an Indiegogo camp. It's not gonna, I'm not gonna promote it. I'm not gonna do anything. I'm just gonna put a, you know, here it is. And if it makes money, great. If it doesn't, doesn't matter. It just is. So, and we're gonna be doing these things quarterly. So, in the end of July, early August, I'm gonna bring 
bring back Red Sunrise. That's going to be my novella. And again, everything's going to be available. And then in October, I'm going to do another one. And this is just, this is what I do because I made more money doing this in two weeks than I've made with the books all year because I was not having a great year before this. Oh, so this nice. is now the this is now the cornerstone of my writing career is I'm just going to be the dude that launches his books on Kickstarter and then brings them to Amazon, you know? And and bonus, I don't just get to die, but I get to be part of a massacre. Yes, I haven't figured out how I'm going to kill you in the next book because it takes place in feudal Japan and I can't have a dude named O'Grady running around. And this is... <laughs> It's actually a legit concern of mine. Hey, wait, wait, because... Egypt, wait, what are you talking about? In Japan? Just have an, a... hey, I want to go to Japan because I'm an anime fan. I'll be there with my camera and my my <laughs> hat that says USA is great and, you know, pissing all the locals off. Feudal Japan, John. Feudal Japan. Feudal Japan. Eh. I'm, sure I'm sure there's an Irishman. I mean, you know, my, my lineage is O'Grady's, you know. It is a legit concern of mine because this is how I, this is a good, tier of mine that's been very successful how do i make that work this time around i haven't figured it out yet stay tuned hopefully i'll have an answer by july you know but other than that man good good week good week cool and speaking of people who not having a good week how are you doing john i'm doing okay feeling not that great but the the thing we'll cover later netflix animation makes me feel even worse but you know nothing nothing too big really enjoying this this season of of anime is like top notch so like i i I can't remember the last time i've really like you know watched an episode and lamented that i had another week before another episode and done that for several shows at the same time so i'm also in the middle of rereading jim butcher's dresden files so that uh, i can read the last few books he's put out and um the new ones that i had that i haven't read yet and you know is he has he done yet has he released his like magnum opus for the series i don't think so no no he hasn't i i i would i would i think i would have found that out i hope i would have found that out but i think he's like ready to yeah so i've heard because after after getting divorced and having medical issues and all that i think he really wanted to get it done but you know i mean i i just i can't imagine it was supposed to be a three was it a three book apocalypse right yes that was the plan so that was, anyway. Stephen, that was Stephen King's big uh, inspiration for finishing the Dark Towers was he got run over by a car and was like, I got to finish these things. Yeah, no, worked, what you're saying is we should attempt, it in the book. So we should attempt to kill the guy for Game of Thrones, right? Like, have you seen George R. R. Martin? He's trying like, to kill himself. Yes. The I man know. is the man is not terribly healthy. So, you know, whatever we get, we get. I can't believe Jim Butcher's younger than me. <laughs> that kills me. I don't know where to go with that. You're at a loss. Yeah, well, all that, the problem is I'm a writer, but only in code. And uh, most of that, well, actually, the last big system I wrote actually lasted 13 years. So well, there you go. There's a sex joke in there that I can't find. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look, rule 34 doesn't apply to. No, actually, rule 34 is applies to everything. Never mind. OK, go ahead. I don't even get that. Do you know what? You don't know what rule 34 is? If I did, I forgot. Oh, my God. What's that from? Google Rule 34, but make sure it's not on a work laptop. <laughs> I'm self-employed, luckily. Now, rule 34. That if if there can be a porn version of something, there will be. And like everything can, oh. there can be a porn. There's basically a porn version of everything. Yes. Yes, there is. Rule 34. If it exists, there's porn of it. Yep. yep. I've never heard of this before. But no, I know, but I they're right. Why yeah. isn't that rule 69? No, you know that's a great question, Dave. That should be Rule sixty nine. Yes, uh, disappointing. 
the internet has let us down yet again. This is consistent. Let's see. Oh, how so are how you, many... Dave? Um, <laughs> yeah, Dave. What's going on? Here? I had a mouthful of pancakes. Sorry. <laughs> I um, I'm doing good. Nothing, nothing major going on. I mean, of course, today, as we're recording, it's Mother's Day, so I spent some time at my mom's, and my daughter and my grandkids were there as well. Yesterday was another big holiday in our world, Free Comic Book Day. So. I went to a comic book store, got some free comics, and then spent way too much money. <laughs> I remembered why I don't go as often as I used to. It's not a cheap hobby. No, I, no. I took Andy to his first free comic book day. Yeah. And and he had a great time. Did they like make a thing of it at the store you oh, went yeah. to? Or? Absolutely. They had a table set up with all kinds of all kinds of like books and stuff like that. And they had stuff from last year. So it was really cool. He got his they had three per person. I'm not sure if that's everywhere, but that's what we had. It was, I got three, he got three. So we came out with six books. Actually, mm-hmm. we came out with eight because they had stuff from last year and he was allowed to take one from last year. So he got himself a Sonic book, a Spidey and the Amazing Friends, and then a Super Pets. So he was he was on cloud nine. Yeah, well, it's it, they normally, like every time I've gone, every store, and I'm always like, do you guys have a limit? And <laughs> like the store I went to is a little hole-in-the-wall place in uh, Maniunk neighborhood in philly and there was basically like no one in there so i asked the girl behind the counter like guess have a limit she's like five but it's a soft five so i grabbed six books and then i ended up buying a a graphic novel robin reborn and and of course they had a marvel select of four that i don't have so i had to buy that yeah so next thing you know it's 50 bucks for free comics (laughs) how come you didn't go to amalgam they're close to you aren't they because I was at my girlfriend's house who lives in Roxborough, and this was two oh. miles from her house. Okay. <laughs> you ever see that Saturday Night Live skit? It's from like the early 90s where it's like Jeopardy, but it's people in Boston, and they're arguing over the route you have to take to get to the place fastest. Oh, jeez. That's every New Yorker. <laughs> that's the conversation that I'm hearing right now. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yes, yes. Yeah, no, but I mean, yeah, Amalgam's not far from me, but again, I was with my girlfriend, and we went to the store, so... Yeah, and uh, how's your how's your gym how's your gym training going? My what? Your gym training, your workouts. How's it going? Uh, it's going. <laughs> she because we had been going together, and she has back issues, and they've been bothering her the last uh, last week. So we didn't go. So I've been I just get up and walk every morning right now. So gotcha. I need to I need to get back into just being good. Like I knew I wasn't going to be good today. Got on my mom's, and there was you know. A bunch of chicken parm and meatballs and pasta. So I'm like, okay, Monday, I'm starting to be good again. I was Let's okay. To, I was okay today. Yesterday was not a great day, and I capped it off by going to the movies, getting this gigantosaur root beer and a big old bag of M and M's, and I felt like the fattest turd in the world afterwards. So yeah, great. well, we went. Yeah, that's the thing too. Like after the comic book shop, we went last night to the movies, and it was like we got uh, her 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 two boys came with us. They each got a large popcorn and I'm like, okay, we can split a popcorn. And she's like, okay. And like, I meant like get a medium. She got a large for us to split <laughs> and pretzel bites. That's a lot of food. Uh-huh. And I got a giant Mountain Dew and it was just like, so. Tons and tons of carbs. I'm just as guilty of it from last night. And then even worse is after the movie, we dropped her kids off. She, we went back to my neighborhood and ended up going to a local restaurant, getting drinks and, and hors d'oeuvres and it was just like our appetizers and it was just like yeah no no so tomorrow i'm back to being good i promise (laughs) 
I am actually looking into starting to count my I'm glad this kid that I used to coach in high school who's now wrestling for Iowa and he was a heavyweight so he's a big kid he was always good shape but big kid and now he's like jacked to the gills and shredded I'm like what did you do he's like I'm just I'm counting my macros nutrients that's been the big difference for me I've changed nothing else I'm just counting my macros I'm like wow so I keep telling myself I'm going to do it and I've, I've, I've lost some weight but this past week wasn't just wasn't great life. Life gets in the way sometimes. Yeah. So I wasn't eating great. And I just felt like oh, I need to change. So I need to, I'm going to start doing that because I just want to be, well, quite frankly, just jacked. <laughs> yeah. Just, and there, there is just, definitely something to the fat and happy thing. And there is because it's, but it's false. Like you feel good at first when you've been eating like shit. It's that, it's that, into, and that like dopamine spike that you feel really good. So you want to, recreate that by you continuously eating like crap and then you don't feel good uh, no, and then you eat it like it again and then you get the spike and then it goes down again and then it's then you get the shame spiral that's a real thing right but i also mean like now that i'm in a relationship because her and i are both going to be both put weight on and it's just like it's also just, a real thing yeah we're just like definitely <laughs> we're not we're not trying to impress anyone because mm-hmm. we're together and it's just like we're just going out and enjoying ourselves and the next thing we know it's like oh maybe we should stop getting two drinks every time where, we go out and- where did this 10 pounds come from yeah it's easy yeah. it's very easy my, i've never been a drinker and i don't i still don't drink much in my life mm-hmm. like ever but i got this real weak spot for soda like i always have that's like and it's never good right it's never yeah. a good thing and it just so I'll go through moments like, well, I'm done, I'm not drinking anymore, and then I'm fine. And then like I'll have one, and then the shame spiral starts again. And yeah. So yep. gotta so, stay on top of those things for life, man. This is true. This is true. Speaking of shameful spirals. Oh dear goddess. Well, let's talk about social media madness. We have to. Well, that fits. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So let's so, so we'll start off with we had talked about Batman. The, the Batman sequel has been greenlit over at uh, Warner Brothers, to which our good friend uh, Random Randy Savage said, we are never going to get a Batman using science to fight demons or tearing up the Blue Beetle. It's going to be dark and gritty forever and ever, now and until the end of time. True. <laughs> and well, then, we hope not, but then again, Warner Brothers, so... Yeah, I mean, we even talked about it with this movie. Like, they tried to be more detective, but it's more just like him look, using the Riddler to show him as a detective is kind of a cheap thing. It's know? it's really sad that the the best portrayal we have of Detective Batman is still from Bruce Timm's run. Like, you know, just, outsmart, <laughs> literally outsmarting everybody, including fucking Darkseid. You know, like, but it's easier to do that off of when you have a course of years. Yeah. Right. And shorter stories than when you're doing a big movie. Well, yeah, but these these movies aren't even trying and they keep they've screwed up their universe. So, you know, it's like, how do you how do you because the only way to portray that stuff is through, you know, something in dealing with the larger DC universe. And they can't seem to get that together. Yeah. And then uh, Tim Jones said, I'm looking forward to a sequel only if it's not three hours long. They improve on the cow. It doesn't rain three quarters of the movie. Because it makes his football onliner shadow run. <laughs> so four hours he wants. Okay. I'm sure they can do that. Uh, I don't know. That that's is, bothered me. I mean, it's funny because we talked about this plenty of times. Of course, an old trick is to make things wet uh, at night scenes to reflect the lights that are there for better lighting. But like a lot of people commented that on, on that that I know. It was just like, why was it raining all the time? 
Because Gotham is miserable. That's yes, why. I think that's the other thing. Next it's, to it was Seattle. setting a mood for those cities. It was. It's mood. It's all mood. It's been. Has, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about Philly. It's rained like a mother here. Oh Chicago. yeah, rain, we, rain, we, we just had three days awful. of rain. Well, it's, we had two days were nice. So hopefully, you guys have nice weather coming from us. But all spring has just been rainy and dreary and miserable. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. And tonic boom boom mole says, nice. "I'm ready for it. Love the first one." So yeah, I mean, I think everyone wants it. Something else we talked about last week, of course, is uh, canceling of all the CW shows. So the death of the Arrowverse, as it were. And again. From our good friend Randy Savage, it wasn't meant to last forever, but they did do a did do the B B P what's BIPOP? What is that? A bisexual person of color. Oh, and Alphabet Mafia shows dirty. Like Arrow could have ended years before hand, but they dragged it out exactly like the Flash right now. The last hope is HBO Max continuing with the series to their logical conclusion. Okay, interesting. I, I got nothing. So. I got nothing either. Randy, I need you to, 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 I know you listen, so you need to explain, how did they do the by person of color dirty? Just, just canceling? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, again. Well, the writing wasn't very good. They're talking, they've, they've got to be fair. mostly talking, yeah, talking about the Batwoman and it's just not. Yeah. It was, I mean, they, yeah, they just, they just filled the role with just anybody. Like, I don't know. The, the writing, the writing wasn't very good for portraying i don't know it was it wasn't i kind of agree with them i you know i, I kind of feel like they were just like that's, that's the it, other right. thing when they when they replaced her they kind of just replaced her with a type and it felt yeah, like they, they, they were it, using it more almost more as a gimmick but that was supposed to be like that's her person that's that's her identity and it in the show it was used more as like background and i don't know yeah mm-hmm. i've always thought these shows kind of suck Right. Like I enjoyed the first season of Arrow and the first season of Flash. And then I don't know. I think they've all kind of put it out of steam after that personally. Well, the writing got bad. <clears throat> they start. I mean, that that's and I think we talked about this before. That's what happens when you go for 22 episodes per season. Right. You, you just got to write shit. Get I mean, that's, what, door. that's what happens when you yeah, get the 22 per season is you can get about 10 good ones, which is why the Netflix shows and stuff. We'll talk about that later are like you, the golden number is eight to ten. Yeah. Because after that, you kind of you're kind of eh, like you know, and you don't have to hit right. that magical number for syndication anymore, right? They used to be because the hundred was syndication, and you get four seasons, and that would guarantee you syndication. And mm-hmm. it's not like that anymore. So I mean, if you look back at a lot of shows, like I like Smallville a lot, but Smallville was like 10, 10 pretty good episodes, and then ten to twelve, you're like, what is this putrid garbage? You know, it so, was monster was of the it, week it, because uh, they had to just pull stuff out of their ass. But that. Was, that's what the form they wanted they didn't want like loose continuity they want every show back then had to have loose continuity because every show is someone's first show right? right and television has gone away from that where you can't have more strict continuity I but that's why you got monster of the week sorry Dave. i think kevin smith i heard him say this i don't know if this is a, a, a hollywood thing or not it's the rule of thirds like a third of the episodes in a season are really good a third of them are really bad and a third of them are just like eh, filler i've never heard of rule of thirds been referred to as that rule of thirds the camera thing okay. like how you compose a shot right, right. but I, but that honestly you say that i i think it's a play on words but i don't think he's wrong with right, that statement yeah. like that's pretty accurate again like again i don't know i don't like the cw-ness of it yeah right like i think that was always for me it's kind of like eh, not for me you know yeah <clears throat> I, but i really liked the constantine show that got canceled so what do i know this is true 
Uh, oh, you mean the live action one? Yeah, yeah. the live action where we first got Matt Ryan. It was yeah, not. Was... <clears throat> it wasn't right for NBC. No, it wasn't. They just. <laughs> I mean. All right. Uh, that should have we been have on a... like HBO Max. Or something. We have yes, a that would have been con- good. That would have been good. Sorry. We have a slight controversy that we have to address, guys. We do. Oh. Oh, what what are we manufacturing? All right. So. This week? All right. So let's start off with. Um, let's start off with. Okay, when we when I promote on social media, especially on Twitter. I have a list of tweets that I just program in that are scheduled to, to tweet every so often. And it cycles through the last two weeks of tweets, right? Someone, is someone bitching about your tweets? Well, no, no. So we had talked about the Wonder Twins TV show. They had cast the leads, remember? Which we is now about canceled, that a couple weeks so, ago. Yeah. What? The Wonder Twins thing got canceled from what I heard. That's okay. Here's what I, okay. So here's, here's what we're going to get, getting at. Right. Okay. So somebody had replied to, again, this was just a scheduled tweet that went out and someone said, show was canceled. May want to check your sources before spouting news. Right. But okay. it was canceled after we did that. First right? off. Yes. First off, that's exactly. Hold on. So then Zach Packerson said, still haven't, still hasn't been confirmed to be fair. One place with a questionable track record said it was so. Everyone else linked back to them. Sounds like their jury's still out. Wouldn't wouldn't it be surprised wouldn't it surprise me if it was but there's still nothing concrete so that was the thing i went and checked and yes there is only one site that has actually said that it's confirmed and they're sourcing it's anonymous sources someone close to has told us you know that the show was can the project was canceled they're all saying it's reportedly canceled right now so nobody really knows exactly yeah. yes in fact also we had so Wizard Podcast, uh, well, that scheduled tweet didn't age well. That's, that's <laughs> good. That's good Twitter right there. Rick Schneider said, only if it's a variety hour. So oh, it's... yeah, because the question is, do people want the show anyway? So, and then the, the Wonder Twins I Need was from Taco Shirt Krillin, and it was a, a gif of the or cartoon. Or no, I'm sorry, a clip of the cartoon from the... I don't even think you want YouTube. that. I don't even think you want that one. To be quite frank, I cannot see the person who started all this because apparently I'm blocked. Me too. Really? They won't let us. They won't let us see it. I'm not even. I'm not even looking at the sh- from the show account from my personal account. I'm blocked. So apparently this dude went and blocked me, and apparently blocked John. Maybe he did, I don't guess he didn't block the main or maybe, account. Yeah, or maybe. I don't but know. But it's so funny because they didn't block me, or they didn't block the show. Weird. I don't know. Or are Weird. they a private account where you have to. F- they have to allow you to follow them. It's possible. I don't know. It looks like I'm all I can say is I'm looking at this. Looks like I'm blocked. It, and I usually might, I, I usually earn my blocks, baby. It the might pale be because they, is the, is the you, you may have to follow them to see it. Yeah. Whatever. That's what it is. Fucking dork. You don't listen to our show. And I did and I replied and I was, you know, I was in a mood. I said, um, yeah, so no reliable source reporting on this yet. Original article claims anonymous source on this. This is an older episode where we discuss the casting. Still a vi- viable topic. <laughs> and then I said, you are fake news. No, without that. But And they replied with, okay, not very nice. And I apologize for my mistake. I'm a big enough to admit that. Also, where's your source? This is still happening. I don't have a source. It's still happening. I just, the, the only source saying it was canceled is suspect. So nobody yeah. cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Hmm. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. So. Yes. Yeek, Just yeek. letting everyone know, we don't, tweets are scheduled for the most part. And there isn't, you know, this is a stupid article anyway. 
It's almost like you're trying to create engagement or something. Oh, you know, I'm sorry. Wild, wild. You know what I hate? Twitter topics, right? Where Twitter oh, shows yeah. you all these topics. It's the, you're seeing all these accounts you don't follow. But it's like, would you like to see a topic on something? And I'm like, no, dead. Also, like when I see, I, I, I don't know, trending stuff drives me nuts too. Because sometimes it's uh, su- such stupid things. Well, trending like, are stupid anyway, but yeah. yeah. I don't like the algorithm starting to piss me off on Twitter. All right. And I don't think it's going to get better. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So we had, uh, you guys had talked in the last episode about Clash of the Titans. Do you remember? Yes. Yes. I saw it with Andy last week. Yes. And you oh, had boobs. forgotten yes. that there were boobs in there. I did forget there were boobs in Clash of the Titans. So our good friend Marky Mark from the So oh. Wizard podcast chimed in and said, when I worked at Blockbuster, I would throw in older movies to play on the monitors through that the store oh geez and of course one day i played the classic clash of the titans and that's when i realized i was only familiar with the edited tv version because yep. suddenly boobs yeah that's what i felt too <laughs> watching my six-year-old boobs isn't it funny that i watched a movie with my kid that featured this monster that has acid for blood that kills everybody that turns people to stone so they can kill a gigantic <laughs> creature and i'm perfectly fine with all this but he sees a titty and i'm like oh my god like i've become what i make fun of yeah in in <laughs> europe in japan you know most other places well, well japan like... is way different let's be honest with you like sure. there's like with they a lot with they think everything is fine but but even in europe like in 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 france they you you'd have to rate it with him you know not just well, <laughs> like, well i mean it's the french that i well i know but that the, the point is that <laughs> america is still basically descended from puritans like we are, you know, we are we're countries, still dealing with blue laws for crying out loud we are we are a country descended from people who are so uptight they were thrown out of england yep <laughs> That's one way to look at it. Yeah, I, I stole that joke from someone. I cannot remember who. It might have been but, Mike Myers. You know, they say in every good joke, there's a kernel of truth. In that, most of that is truth. <laughs> like that is almost all truth right there. See, but yeah, Clive, he laughed. He was like, hey, "Boobs!" Like, and he was over. <laughs> like he was. I was a little proud because he chuckled. And I'm like, "All right, kid, you already think this is funny. You're you're going places." But then I was like, I was a tad, like, more not mortified, but just, like, caught up, you know? It's, yeah, so boobs will do that to you in right. many ways. In many ways. Now, this is a news article, but it was thrown at us in, at Twitter by our good friend Ray from the Gorilla Brain podcast. Did anyone tell John that Netflix is halting all animation on Netflix, including anime? I have thoughts. I, I and then John replied with a, I can't remember the name of the show. What's the name of the show that... that gift is from john oh 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 that's from gravity falls yeah gravity falls darn poop heck darn they yeah. fired phil rinda the director of phil animation rinda? at Evelyn. he he was he's worked on he's worked on the lego movie steven universe adventure time gravity falls really talented guy he was the director of animation at netflix they got rid of him and they went they when when he took over their their mantra was, we want to be the home of everybody's favorite show. They fired him a month ago and changed it to, we want to uh, make what our audience wants to see, which if, you know, if you think back to like every other failed company, that is basically what the mantra was as the ship went down. Well, like, because these... most, most companies don't know what their so... audience really wants to see because they don't, if they're not listening to their creators, 
they're not going to be successful. No, that's not necessarily true. Is that like you have to listen to like this is something that we talk about in author circles all the time. Is yeah, is writing in my business, writing the market is you're you're creating stuff for a specific audience and you're hitting the tropes and stuff that they like because they want audiences say they want something different and what they really don't. And yeah, if we look at the box office, can you really disagree with that? As we just saw, Iron Man Part Thirty Two. And- Animation is a bit different because every very popular animated show you can think of started off as a long shot. Um, like Steven Universe, so, Steven Universe, if you if you described somebody what Steven Universe was gonna be before they ever saw it, you'd be crazy. If you ever thought that if you ever thought that, oh, they're making a generation for my little pony, oh my god, you know, that's a, that, so, I can't I can't believe you know, gravity falls, adventure time, like you know, the Lego movie. Like you know, there's a lot more, but there's a lot more failures in those lines than successes, and it costs a lot of it costs a lot of money to fail. True, but but here's the thing: all the people they got rid of were from all of the successes that you've heard of. But at the same time, look where Netflix is. Like we're in a space where Netflix is not growing for the first time in the company's creation. Like they're shrinking, they're losing money, they're losing subscribers for the first time. Right. So you got to cut costs, and I, I agree. I don't think. I'm not of the mind to throw out the baby with the bathwater and stop me because then you there's a good chance you lose even more if you stop creating things. But at the same time, you can't greenlight everything. This is the same place that that Warner Discovery is in. That's what Warner Brothers yeah, Discovery. Right, but point. but here's the thing: their the their new was it? This was a quote from from one of their new CEOs. Netflix currently touts Boss Baby as the ideal of what the animated series and the platform should be. Why? Why though? Why? They say, and what kind of numbers those animated series should be bringing in. Problem being that all of the series creators that were told their, their stuff was canceled, including Raul Dahl and Lauren Faust and James Baxter and Jorge Gutierrez, and Megan Nicole Dahl, they were all told, yeah, your stuff isn't making the numbers. Netflix won't tell them what the numbers were. Well, that's the thing is that the audience, like at the same time, and I can't believe I'm defending a corporation here, but I'm, I'm going I can't to believe it either. But, but I mean, I'm going to be honest. I mean, like, here's the thing though they're not going to pull stuff that's not getting the numbers. If they're saying Boss Baby is what they want, that's because that's what's that's what people are clicking on, right? And believe me, I don't want to be this guy either. I don't want this. Is I'm not a right to market guy, that's why I have to go to Kickstarter to sell my books. Like, I am a believer that the art an artist should have that type of leverage but at the same time like a corporation cannot do that they have to especially a public corporation this is what happens when you do deals with devils is devils striking so it's scorpion and a frog right the thing is they had they had some some they had a couple of winners that were getting a lot of a lot of talk like centaur world and and city of ghosts they they did the the troll hunter thing ashira kid cosmic all these things were starting to become really popular and drawing more people to more of the other stuff and like i said they had like james baxter he did who framed roger rabbit little mermaid rescuers down under lion king like literally everything you've ever seen like megan decole dong same thing how to train your dragon adventures of puss and boots like, it, I mean, um, just... is there, it's creating a new brand, right? And we we don't we're not in an era where other than like a select few that are that are legacy brands in and of themselves, stars don't draw. Stars aren't to draw to things with this brands. So, well, are. These draw these stars do draw, but you but, know, they, but not in, but not enough is what no, I'm no, saying. No, no, I mean they 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 do literally draw, draw like oh so. <laughs> So here's my perspective, and, and I think this is interesting, right? Because we've been talking about the streaming wars since forever. For two years and, now. Yeah, and and the, this is the first time one of the 
major ones that started losing subscribers, right? So, but Netflix started off as like, we've got all of these properties that other people have created, and here's just a bucket for you to draw from. Mm-hmm. Now, all of those people that had all that stuff went, hey, we're going to do our own thing over here. You can't have it anymore, Netflix. So they got into, we're going to create our own stuff, right? Great. However, can you tell me how many things, Stranger Things aside, that Netflix has created that has been like, in the last year, has been, oh my God, you've got to go see this kind of talk. There's not a lot. Netflix has not done a, again, okay, this is the argument we have all the time. People say Hollywood has no ideas. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, these people, they hire people that have ideas and then they just got rid of them. But no, they didn't get rid of them. They didn't draw. Like they weren't getting the numbers. They're losing market share. They were building. It, it was building. You can't up. build. You can't build though. This is not a time to. This is a war. You don't build in war, right? You, you do. You gotta, no, you, need... you do because that's exactly what Netflix did to be. But it's different now. Was they built? But it's different now. The game is changing again. They were the hub. They don't need the hub anymore. And they had, they invested in creators and they let creators, not just in animation, but in long form storytelling. They have stuff with Mike, one of my favorite directors, Mike Flanagan, Black Midnight Mass. You know, I thought that was great, but you know, it did some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like that, there's- Netflix the, seems to be like, they make a season or two of something and then go, okay, this has cost too much money and we're done with it. Move along. You know, just like sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Big, big, bigger budget though netflix netflix was not a play to spend money we talked about it last year about the amount of money netflix was investing into creating they were the only ones they were the only ones that were really focused on creating new brands creating new properties and that's a gigantic gamble when the market does not want that people keep saying hollywood is not giving us anything original they say that but at the same time what is making money you have thoughts and do you have thoughts and opinions on Netflix and where they should be going next? What does he say about Boss Baby? That's what I'm. He's never seen Boss Baby. I'm going to watch that. Exactly. Garbage. So, but I'm not <laughs> most parents. But I will say, in John's defense of his anger, instead of saying, "Okay, we're going to can all animation because it's not getting us eyeballs," I don't think it's a good decision. I think they could right. cut back. What you do is you say, "What are our bottom twenty shows that no one's watching?" And cut those, it, well, you know. Oh, well, but they cut are... they they cut stuff that w- was just going out the door. Like yeah. they they told one group, I forget which one of those which one of those is, but they just uh, shipped the first episode of the of of the first season, and they were about to have a party, and then the Netflix called and said, "You're gone." It's like there are you know this was this was this was a bloodletting. This wasn't just they weren't making the numbers. This was get rid of everything like they they just they basically just destroyed the their their whole animation and and the and animation, animation, can't be the animation and, and the anime stuff hasn't quite been been hit yet but the problem is that there are synergies between you know the kids animation and some of this isn't just kids and the other animation where you mm-hmm. can you can draw in people and then have them see all the other stuff you've got and they just destroyed that too right because it wasn't because what, what okay what number came down from them we, we we talked about by the way guys my microphone was unplugged this whole time and i was no you're you're, you're i can't hear barely hear you now now you're lower now i'm low yeah you were using your computer mic i know you plug that in so go to settings your volume your input volume is probably I'm down i'm going i'm going i'm going talk <laughs> talk amongst yourselves while i fix it or just yell at us you know how's that yep, yes. better. 
Yeah, my mic wasn't plugged in. I didn't realize that till right now. So anyways, like I was saying, what we talked about Warner, what the number their CEO came said, we have to cut $3 billion from this budget. Right. We don't know what Netflix is saying. That has not been announced with the number that they have to pull because they're not making this in, in a, when you are a publicly traded company, the only thing that matters is if it, you hit projections. It's not even about being profitable. It's about hitting your projections and exceeding them so that the people that are invested are happy. My, I'm not saying this is a good move. I don't think it is. I think they're throwing out the baby with the bathwater because if you create nothing, you've given people no reason to value. To come right. they, they also threw out Meghan Markle and her stuff and Jeff, Smith, Jeff Smith's bone comic which is a shame because bone is one of the greatest all ages comics of all time pit he's pissed he, he did a he did a video i watched on it. it's like you know never again he's never going to trust any of these people again it's like never trust never trust you will probably never get the bone that, that's he's been trying to do that for what over a decade at mm, least probably, long, probably longer yeah like that's the thing though is like where where are you gonna go right netflix right. netflix is fighting for survival right? that's what they're doing they're probably laying off a bunch of people and they're going to try to figure this out because it's not what they're doing isn't working. And I, it's funny because I just listened to a business thing with Nick Khan, who's the CEO of WWE, who's saying Netflix is going to get into the live sports game because that is the only game in town that guarantees you money. And if you can bring in money because you have to spend a lot, though, you have to spend a lot to play in the live sports field. But the live sports is the biggest return on investment. So if they can get more live, if they can get Netflix doing live sports, then they will have more money to play with other things. But it's a giant expenditure to play ball. Like, and that's the thing is that is what, that is what is drawing Amazon is now doing live sports. Mm -hmm. Disney, they have ESPN, right? So that's that they have their own thing with that. Right. They're into that. Apple TV is doing live sports. Like that is, that is the guaranteed money. And for us, the nerds, there's so much that divides our attention. We don't have like, there's no coffee or what do they call things? Uh, A water cooler shows anymore. What was the last one? Probably Game of Thrones. Right. And that ended three years ago, I want to say. And what have yeah. we had? What have we had since then that gets everybody going? I can't think of anything. Part of that is pandemic related. Yeah, you know, the no, Marvel, right. things. Yeah, the Marvel it, it, shows kind of. But I mean, with each one of those, the importance seems to dwindle a little bit. Yeah. And, and Stranger Things is tough because there's so many so many years between seasons. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard to keep people's interest in it. Yeah. But it, it's it, I think it's kind of funny that it seems like the last bastion of of getting anything creative done is anime. Every every season there are like, you know, 10 to 50 new animation, new anime. And and then, you know, you get this process of if they're good, people people pile on it and then like a season or two later you get a second season of that that anime. And and yeah, but you don't get that anywhere else. Like regular, regular animation, you know, American animation, there is no place that takes any chances anymore. You're not going to see anything. You're going to see all you're going to see is utter crap, boss baby, you know, that's, fart that's, jokes. That's, there's like, that's you're not going to see anything good. That's you're not going to get though. another, another Gravity Falls. Like or, you just talked, but you just said it yourself, take a chance. Right. But nobody's going to take, but more often than not, when you take chances, you lose money. Right. And that's not what, when you're dealing with a publicly traded company, they don't lose money. They don't. So that's I know, the, but that's funny because at the end, you know, I mean, okay, there is a problem with how much they pay animators for, for Japanese anime. But, but the other thing is, you know, they still take chances on different, you know, they, they go to, they go to the light novels 
and pick a bunch and, and make a bunch of new ones every year. Um, Are they going to, is that going to continue though? If they're for, if they're cutting back a big part of their animation, you don't think that's going to filter onto their original programming as well? Like this well, is going to be You're talking Netflix, like Netflix specifically. Yeah. Japanese animation isn't going that way at all. If, if anything, different they're, they're, we're getting more, more different anim, uh, animated series every year. Right. It's but different that's, marketplace. That's, different that's, marketplace. I was going to say, that's also the difference in how in Western or just in America in general, not even Western, because in England, it's different how we have been taught to consume media mm -hmm. versus how in other countries, like in England, you can have a show that's five episodes on the BBC and then it's done. It's done. You know, mm -hmm. and, it, and, and, and like, and Japan, they can have anime that comes out. That's like, you know, two seasons and then they're done. They told the story it's done. They move on. In our country, it's like, oh, I want to, I want, they're like, this made money, make more of this. That, that's, Be that's, that's not exactly how it works with animation, with the uh, Japanese anime though, because they're not just making a, uh, a series or a season out of whole cloth. They're making it from a light novel or from, from a manga. And right. if it, if it goes one season and people aren't interested, yeah, then it stops. But if they, if, if people still want more, I mean, look at One Piece. I mean, you know, over, over what, 11, 1100 episodes now, right? Yeah. Okay, and well, they can keep going because the guy's still writing the damn two things, Two things, two things. Like you said, one with Japan, they're starting with manga. So they're already, this stuff has already been, it's IP farmed, right? True. Manga is an IP farm. They're not creating stuff that doesn't, that isn't successful mangas, right? But when you have it, somebody it with Lauren Faust or, or Roald Dahl, like it's working, it's working over there. It's not working here. And then in England, it's different because BBC is producing those things. So, I mean, like it's publicly funded television, like in the BBC, right. they literally light your money on fire in front of your face. And if, and if you're cool with it, you get good stuff and it doesn't have to feed that because for, for, for a damn near a century, our whole point of the American television system was you had to get that syndication. That's where yeah. the money came back. You have to get to hundred episodes. Doesn't matter if they're all good, right? Five episodes, a miniseries would never like, what do you do with that here? What yeah. Do you real do Ghostbusters that? is a perfect example of that. That's a great example. Yeah. I just watched the toy galaxy on that one again and yeah. all the issues they had with that. I, you know, here's a perfect example. V. I loved V as a kid. Oh, right. I remember v that. V was fantastic. It was the first two episodes in 83. Oh, great. The second three mm -hmm. episodes in 84. Uh, not as great but in a, in a package together every summer on the wgn chicago's very own they would show v and i loved it and i was told oh yeah there's a tv show after this I'm like really like yeah v the series it was awful i never saw v the series yeah, because super it was baby, awful. Right? The, that's the thing but that's the thing is like you know what do you do with a miniseries that's successful 30 years later nothing mm -hmm. yeah in the u.s there's nothing now you could i mean there and now it's probably on youtube or something there's way more options now than there were 30 years ago Whereas if you have a successful syndicated series, you're making money. The people from Friends, they have to do the damn thing for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Yep. They're still making money on Friends because SAG is a, it's not a great union, but it's one of the best unions going, right? Mm. You take care of people. That's where the money comes from syndication. So, I mean, like, and now syndication now is pointless, right? So, so we can agree that Netflix made the wrong decision, even, even if you, I, we understand that they're playing a business game that, basically tells them to shoot themselves in the foot. They made the wrong decision for creators. Well, they, but they, they made, I think, I think for in the long run, they made the long, they might've, we won't, we don't know that right now. Cause right now I have a feeling Netflix is fighting to stay open. These are, yeah. these are, these are decisions of a company fighting to stay viable because like people lose their jobs. 
right? When, when these publicly traded companies lose money, shareholders want to know why they're losing money and at heads roll for this kind of stuff. And I, Netflix has never had this problem before. I, but I don't, I don't think, think, it, I don't I think, think it's the cutting, numbers. I, I think it it's is the more, numbers. No, no, I don't think it's the numbers. I think it's, you're not allowed to share your login anymore. <laughs> so. Well, that was, yeah. I mean, that's part, well, that's part of it too. But I mean, like, and that is, that's part of it. People, I don't know, sure, I don't have my foot, you know, like you got those, fit, like I'm part of the problem, right? I'll be you honest. Even, I sh- None I, of the other streaming. It's not like my wife. Um, yeah, but the, the other streaming services aren't doing that though. But Netflix, because Netflix is getting hit the hardest. Everybody left Netflix because they lost the brands. Well, right. They lost all the brands. Brands uh, are what drives. Brands what's keeping Disney afloat right now. There's a reason they paid. Disney looks so smart because they spent a ton of money in the aughts. It's like four billion mm-hmm. for Star. Like was it five billion for Marvel or four billion for Marvel? Nine billion for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And then Fox buying Fox. Buying like, Fox, but look what. Look what happened. They and again, that is not these are the actions of a company that has so much money they they not they can't possibly fail, but it's hard for them to fail. Well, it, they could. It, they it's could. also you what you're describing is the same issue that happened between Fandango and Movie Phone. Movie phone came out first and it was an independent, you know, they decided, you know, they created a company to give people the ability to you know call up and find out what I, movies were around I use and then phone. later later on the on the, but then you know the movie industry decided they wanted to be the ones getting that money and so they created fandango and fandango is run by the movie studio and so and that's yeah. not a that's that's not a necessary thing anymore we don't need a fandango it might still be around but don't nobody nobody, nobody, nobody under the age of 60 is doing that to go see a movie <laughs> right what to buy tickets to buy no well most people most people do it with this Everybody does everything with this stuff. Yeah, on Fandango. It's it's like, like, okay, you guys are the website, but they weren't a web, but that's what they've evolved. Like Netflix, they've evolved what they are. Right, Right. but the the thing is, it it was the industry that decided nobody else should be making money except us, and that's what's happened here, where Netflix Netflix gave everybody the ability to do it, and then everybody copied them, because Disney didn't want them, didn't want them getting money off of their stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, what, WB doesn't want them getting mo- mm-hmm. money off of theirs. So all, all of them create their own streaming services, and that's created the current problem that we're... So, well, that Netflix has to become a studio to stay alive. They had to become a content provider. Right. And they haven't provided enough content that the consumer wants. Here's a crazy question, and I don't know. Could, could have... at if we had a time machine, could Netflix have trademarked or patented the idea of streaming video? Nah, no, because the porn industry owns that. They've been doing it. They've been doing it longer. Seriously, it, it, you you took you look at almost any technology, and there's only one of two progenitors. It's either NASA or the porn, porn. industry. Digital Roll video. 43. Digital yeah. for, 34. 34, oh, Sorry. Episode title. Um. Yeah. Roll thirty four. Like uh, the digital video industry and high definition video were pioneered yep. in porn. Yep. Pioneered. Yeah, porn. that is true. Video right. streaming, vid- video, video, streaming, video playback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. It's all porn. Porn. They're ahead. I mean, it's one of like, it's a, and they're hurting too. They've, again, they're the, like you talked about, they're kind of the bellwether. Porn has been fighting the piracy problem for a, a good decade plus, as far They've as also streaming been goes. Fighting independent contractors. Like, yeah, well, independent, that Yeah. I mean, because porn operates like this is a weird. I didn't think we'd go here today. Porn (laughs) porn operates similar to like the old studio system where people are contracted to studios and you make X number of projects for the studio. I mean, like realistically, the way they run their business is a throwback to like RKO in the 1930s. Hmm. Like and then where they they own the uh, they own the, the performer. Yeah. They have a contract on the performer. The performer has to make X number of movies for the studio. And that's why you see so many performers turn into producers and directors. It's almost like the record industry too, in that mm. to make money, 
to make the real money, one needs to be in control of what they do. They need to become right. the studio themselves. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow, I didn't think this would... Yeah, we have a movie to talk about. Yeah, yeah so we do. if you want to know how you can be part of social media madness, yes, guys, we're still at that part of the show. Here's our good friend D-Square to tell you more. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of social media madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at SuperheroSpeak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. Well, thanks for that, Don. And Edit me out. We're good. We're good. Edit <laughs> and don't forget to check out the Omega Level Nerds podcast, available on YouTube and wherever podcasts are available. And we'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with our review of Doctor Strange. All right, boys and girls, we are back. We've been workshopping during the break. Yes. We will say, I'll, I, I just want to say this because I don't want to go this week without. We just found out this week that George Perez has passed away. Um, and we will do, I, we actually want to do a, a full tribute uh, to him. I actually have met the man quite a few times. I've worked with him at cons. Hell, even I met with him. And like I said on, I said this on Facebook, not only was he a great artist, he was just a good person and like just so nice to talk to and he loved all his fans and he always had the longest lines because you know a lot of artists don't want to sketch at cons and he would do sketches for everyone so it's just a just an amazing person and he will be missed so but look for a tribute to him coming soon we're gonna we're gonna have our full crew on and and we'll do something for the man so all right on that happy note let's move on to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, the latest MCU move. Let's talk a little numbers real quick. It uh, made 90 million domestically as of this recording. I'm sure it'll be over 100 million by the end of the weekend. Internationally, 139 million. And so 229.3 million altogether. Rotten Tomatoes, the tomato meter was 75%. That's the critic score. Audience score is 87%. It kind of feels right. That kind of feels right for this movie. We'll get into that. And of course, we did an audience poll, which I accidentally set for 24 hours when I put it out this morning. So it's still going. But as of this recording, I said, what did you think of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? I gave four options. It was a great, best MCU. It was okay. It was meh. And it was terrible. And I've gotten a lot of complaints about those choices. JD being among the people complaining. I'm the voice of the voiceless. Everyone else was on my side. Uh, because there's a there's a space between the best ever and okay yeah and okay I, oh, and okay and meh are the same thing okay meant good and meh meant like 
I could live with live with or without it. All right. So so at this point, the lowest score, 3.9%, was it was terrible. It was meh, 7.8%. It was okay, 33.3%. I like that. And it was great. Best MCU, 54.9%. We had our good friend Don say of of the Omega Level Nerds podcast say, Take out Mordor. This is a spoiler. Take out Mordor being defeated by by being pushed into an empty baptismal pool. I might bump it up to It Was Great. Joe Dorlay Parlay Hour podcast said very good, but not MCU best. Screen Rundown said better than okay, but not great. And then JD (laughs) tweeted a different poll at us. (laughs) It's our guy. Our good friend Random Randy Savage did his own poll in response to my poll. That I, I we, he, he, I'm not kidding. He actually did it. So he's like, I don't like your choices. So he did his own poll. So we're comparing the size of polls is what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. <Christ>. Rule 34. <laughs> anyway, his options were best MC movie ever. Well done. What's next? Jesus. Maybe not for kids. And WTF or WTF. This sucks. Um, Nobody should ever have voted that one, but okay. Thus far, the lowest is Jesus, maybe not for kids, at 8.7%. 13% is WTF, this sucks. 30% was the best MCU movie ever. And well done, what's next at 47.8%. So, yeah. So so from now on, Randy will make be making all of our uh, polls. <laughs> Randy, you're good with the poll. I like how you finagle it and move it around and get it to different links. So, Randy, what JD is saying is he likes your poll. Love it. And uh, I, I appreciate all right. it. All right. All right. Uh, I love how these, how these jokes just make John so uncomfortable. Uh, you can tell he lives near the Amish. <laughs> he doesn't like when we go blue. I know. He's blushing right now. All right. So real quick, let's go around non-spoilers. What were your initial reactions to this movie? John, compose yourself. What did you think? Of the movie? Yeah, I mean, or the jokes. I mean, like, you know, I know this was definitely a Sam Raimi movie. Like, mm-hmm. it felt so different from all the rest. The horror aspects were damn well done. We were, we got about as close as we've ever been to an actual PG 13 1980s style. Our door a couple times. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like you know, just 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 Scarlet Witch walking around with oil on, on on her face which is just just the wrong color like just the color was changed in order to get that pg-13 mm-hmm. otherwise it would have been evil dead it was i, I just this yeah there there were a couple of continuity problems oh in this movie, yeah but it was damn entertaining like the entertainment value was basically about the max you can expect from a, a marvel movie so yeah I, I liked it i liked it a lot jd I heard some negative things coming in. So I went in and think this is probably not going to be great, but I'm going to go just see a movie and have fun. And I, four or five times I said, I love this. This mm-hmm. is great. I love Sam Raimi, but it was a Sam Raimi movie. Like, yeah. I mean, like in Sam Raimi movies do have their flaws and I, at my age and, and you know, where I am with appreciating art, like sometimes I like the flaws in a, what someone considers flaws in a piece of work. Cause that's where you see the creator's personality really come through. And this did feel like, we don't get to see enough auteurism come through in the Marvel films. I've said it before. Gunn is one of the few guys who you really could feel like a James Gunn movie. This truly felt like a Sam more than Spider-Man. This really felt like Sam Raimi. I was joking going to call this evil dead five. I, I, I was going to say 
I walked out thinking, wow, I thought they hired Sam Raimi because he did Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, but no, <laughs> they hired him because he did uh, Army of Darkness and Evil yes, Dead. totally. Yeah. yeah. To the fact that it, that won't spoil, but yeah, the end is very Evil Dead. Like, but I loved it. I thought it was great. I, I, I don't know what these critics are looking for in what's essentially Iron Man 32, right? These right. movies are, these movies are about themselves. These movies are about themselves. It's mimic. They mimic the experience of going to, of going to read comics. Like, and I like that. So I have no, I have zero qualms. It's not my favorite MCU movie. I yeah. don't think it was as good as Far From Home. That was the last one, right? Far From Home? Yeah. Yes. No, no, really no way am. No, no way, home. thank you. No way, I'm sorry. Hard to keep those straight. I really, really liked it. I'll see it again. I'm not going to take my son. No, will not that's be the sad part. Will not be doing that. And no, uh, no. <laughs> and with my wife, I, I said, no, nah, I don't think you're gonna like this one because she doesn't like horror movies. So I'm like, that's ah, not for you. So, but I like that. I like that Marvel showed a little bit of balls and did something different. Yeah, it's it's a different movie than like Endgame. Yeah, like, Endgame this is, is a different. perfect Marvel movie. Yes, and this is. But I like that this was um because this felt more like because they hired Scott Derrickson to do the first Doctor Strange movie and at no point did that ever feel like a horror movie that just mm. felt like that felt like Iron Man thirty two like yeah this felt like and I like that I like when we get past the origin story of these Marvel characters because then we can get into like the meat of what they do right we get past the introduction hey how you doing this is what I am like and you get to like just tell stories and this was like this was like reading an issue of Doctor Strange like I I really liked it so hmm. With a it's lot funny. of ta- a lot of hat tips to old John Burns West Coast Avengers run with Wanda. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah. you had said you liked No Way Home better, which is funny. Mm-hmm. I saw the movie with my girlfriend and her two 17-year-old uh, twin sons and got out of the theater and they were like, Well, at least it was better than No Way Home. I don't, I, need these, like, I don't need these negative people in my life, Dave. <laughs> I was just like, oh wow. Yeah, like I said, I thought. Like, I was shocked by this movie. I was shocked by this movie a lot. Things I didn't think were going to happen happened. Things that places I didn't think they were going to go, they went there. I have a couple little issues with it, and we'll get into that. But overall, like, I, I will say that I enjoyed it. It's it's definitely a Marvel movie. Definitely. It's something different. They tried something different, and it they did. succeeded. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's that's always the movies that stand out when in the MCU is, like, when they say, okay, we're going to try something here. And it works. That's Ragnarok. That's uh, Winter Soldier. Guardians, Guardians of the, of the Galaxy. Yeah. Best example, yeah. So, so yeah, like like everyone sits there and goes, "Oh, the Marvel formula." And it's like, yeah, there are there are aspects that are the Marvel formula, but the, the, this was like, oh man. And yes, it's a very Sam Raimi ending, and we'll get into that too. Super um, Sam Raimi. It was the end. Of, oh. It was the it was the end of Evil Dead too. It yeah. was. Yeah. It's the exact same ending. And I think that this movie, and I think we once we got away from the Iron Man movies, we really kind of, I think they, in the sequels, they've really bucked the Marvel formula a lot. Like, that's mm-hmm. why sometimes when you get, you get to the sequels, then you get the good stuff, right? Once you get the handshakes and how do you do is out of the way. Because this was, this was a freaking blast. I do kind of think, and we'll talk about this, but I still kind of think I like Iron Man. I mean, not Iron Man. It's Doctor Strange 1 better. Not me. But, okay, no. we'll talk about that. So, just, yeah. For those listening at home, we're now going to get into spoilers. So if you haven't seen this movie yet, and if you're a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you have. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> pause it. Go see the movie now. Come back. And if you have, well, then here we go. Spoilers. So I have a question. Okay. What was for each of you? What was like, I, I'm not starting off negative. I'm just curious. What was the biggest continuity error that that 
that you recognized and bugged you? Continuity as far as what? Continuity within the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Continuity, or continuity as in like, within the movie? As within in the like movie. the movie itself. Didn't notice anything. I never really? noticed those. I never noticed those. Okay. There's a, there's a little thing that happened in the movie for some reason bugged the crap out of me. I Wait, mean, I'll let it go. What was it? If so when she first possesses other Wanda mm-hmm. and the twins are sitting in the living room and she, they had ice cream and she's walking into the kitchen and like, while she's starting to control her, she drops the bowls and they crash and the twins never go, mom, are you okay? But then once she gets possessed and she turns around, they're like, where are you going? Oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to go for a walk. I'll be back. And it was like, like, I know it's stupid, but like they were there. Obviously they saw what her mother was doing. They didn't ask what was wrong when she broke the ice cream bowls. I know it's a stupid thing, but it was just if, like, when's the last time you had a uh, seven, eight year old child in your home? Yeah. 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 I have, I have four year old twin. Four is different. And- four is different. Four is different. Cause I'm going through this right now. I'm going to tell you this right now. If Andy's in the room watching teen Titans go, and I'm in the kitchen, which is right next door. And I drop something on the ground and it shatters. He ain't turning around to say, dad, are you okay? No, because teen anything Titans go because teen Titans go is on and he'll turn the volume up. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, I think that's the selfishness of young boys. And that didn't, it didn't bother me. Cause I didn't notice it, but I know for a fact, if, if that happened at my house right now, Andy ain't saying shit. Okay. All, all right. I'll give you that. How about you, John? What was your, how long does it take for, for them to steal Oh my uh, God. America's powers. Like Karen like, said that like uh, 10 times after the movie. Cause it's like Wong had time to climb back up the mountain. Right. Well, they, they did a whole nother thing in a whole nother universe. You know, when she started to, Wong and, started and to take and America's the, powers, we cut to this, you know, four hours in another place. We come back and America's still there, still alive. And Wanda's wandered off somewhere, but she hasn't and, and, finished stealing the powers. It's like, what? And then she, and Karen pointed out, like, if that Doctor Strange was trying to st- take her powers to, to stop the, the demon, right? Like, he must have but been he knew it was going to take a while. Quicker. And at the same time, they're fo- they're running from a demon. Like, how did he think that was going to work? Yeah. The, the only the only the, the only explanation I've heard so far on the Internet is it might be a difference in stealing the powers between sorcery and witchcraft. But then again, it does, you know, nothing was ever said about that. that was no a, mention was never made and it made no it made no sense at the time. And that so. was a weird that was a weird thing that they did in this movie is saying there was a difference between sourcecraft and, and witchcraft, like sorcery and witchcraft. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if they've ever made a hard distinction in the comics between the two. But again, also in the comics, she's a mutant with with these powers. So it's like, yeah, that was weird. Um okay, let's 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 start off with this question right like the main villain is wanda right like big surprise we kind of knew that was coming but i thought like she would start off kind of bad but then they would team up together by the end and she'd get a redemption arc so surprised so here's my question steer right into that skin it was awesome but didn't they kind of try to like make her sympathetic by the end of wandavision now all of a sudden she's a villain like Uh, at the end of wandavision she was Go ahead. What was she doing at the end of WandaVision? Exactly. She's reading the oh, Darkhold. In the after credit scene, yes. Yeah. And that's what they, they said. They told us a year and a half ago the after credit scene will set up Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So we see her yes. doing the dream walk while or astral projector or whatever while reading the Book of Evil. Yep. 
So they and she's set, had all that time to be corrupted. They set that up, right? And then, okay. But then here is, and I'm sorry to point this out. In my opinion, the major flaw with the movie. Oh? The premise of what Wanda's doing. And I know that the idea of this story was to bring American Chavez into the MCU. So now we can have a multiverse hopping character, right? Now that they want to do multiverse stuff. But she created the twins in the first place. Why didn't she just recreate them? Why does she have to go? They wouldn't be real. That's the problem. They weren't real in the first place. They weren't real in the first place. They're not real in any of the other dimensions. She's created them. Oh, they said they're real in the other dimensions. Yes. They say this specifically in the dialogue. In every other dimension. Oh, yeah, that's in there. In every other universe, they're real. Because she's dreaming about them in every other Uh universe. And she says that, I know they're real because they're there. And that's that's the explanation. This is the only universe where it's not real and this is because like because she is the scarlet witch only in this universe in the other universe she's just wanda maximoff mutant essentially mm. okay like that isn't that is i'll cover this one that is in the dialogue i okay i missed that Grant, granted there is so much in this movie it's easy to there's miss some stuff there's a lot there's and a lot. Then, it does not give you a break you know, i mean again maybe it was they didn't want to pay paul bettany but how come vision didn't exist in any other universe because I'm not thinking from a, from a writing perspective, the vision exists, it, it tethers her to some part of her heart and some part of her reality that grounds her. Without vision, the Wanda character is not grounded or tethered to any moral fabric, right? Without mm-hmm. vision, she is unencumbered. She can be pure id. If vision shows up, she reconsiders, she, which she does not until she sees the twins and herself, and she's forced to do that. If vision is around and in any form in that universe, it creates an opportunity for self-doubt. Right. And, and granted, okay. in the other universes, she was grounded. She had made it yes. through the crisis. Right. It was in this universe that, that things didn't. didn't go very well. And, and basically, the universe treated her like crap. Because there is no vision in the other universe. Maybe no, no vision. Maybe. We don't Maybe. Well, well, uh, no, We're not showing him. We're well, not actually, showing vision. Well, well, there's the thing, though. Vision was created by... Oh, oh, oh there it is. Vision was created by... What's his name? Ultron. The, Ultron, right. And Ultron but in he, that universe has is the iron. Yeah. He, he Ultron never went bad in that universe. So he right. never went to create this. So, so perhaps the reason Tommy and Danny or Tommy and uh, Billy exist in this universe is because there is a father. Yeah. Which we never, uh, we never see that. So I'm, I'm really know. surprised that Ultron didn't go bad in the other universe well, because the, the, the Illumani was basically the stupidest bunch of people. Well, we'll get, we'll get to that in a second. Damn, were they stupid. But that, that only explains it. And that also, that only explains it for that universe, not for any of the other universes. But yeah. The other yeah. universes really don't matter. This is the universe we focused on. I mean, how, yeah. how, how can you build Ultron or Vision in a universe where you are paint? <laughs> like, yes, so. but again, infinite number of universes. That's the point. Well, true, but we didn't visit that many. We really didn't time. visit that many. Visit like four. So I mean, like we gotta things gotta move, man. It's a it's a movie. You gotta stay focused into one thing. And they gave us a good they gave us an interesting universe, right? With the evil Steven, which I assume is the guy from uh what if, right? That was the other uh, universe. No, that wasn't this, that wasn't well, this um, is the Captain Steve- Carter. This is the Captain Carter universe. No, yeah, well, see, they, that's they, the thing. Here's the here's the funny thing about that. They were like, just slight variants of those universes. Slight variants. That's fine. It, that's all you need is slight variants. Yeah. Yeah. So you can basically like, take like you can definitely you can kill that character, Captain took, Carter at any time you want. Like, they mm-hmm. took the inspiration from the what if, but they didn't just molded it to work in this movie without having to see what if. Which is better because I didn't see what if, and I told you guys I wasn't going to watch what if. 
However, but I knew enough. Let's get to the major problem with this movie. But there are a lot of problems with this movie, Dave. You have a lot of problems. Did you did you like this movie? I love this movie. But here's here's the other thing, right? But again, I'm sucked into the MCU, right? So I'm watching everything that comes out, which we didn't even talk about. Did you finally watch Moon Knight, by the way? Of course not. I'm probably not going to at this point, but continue. Sitting next to <laughs> again, two 17-year-olds who also have consumed most of the MCU stuff, mm-hmm. and a woman who has not went, I thought Wanda was a good guy. She did not see WandaVision. Yeah. If you've not seen WandaVision, this movie doesn't make a lot of sense because the last no. time you've, if you've only seen the movies, the last time you saw Wanda, she was a hero in Endgame. I True. will I will say, I will pair you with this, Dave. That is a, that is not a flaw. That is part of the design. They want you to see it. What about in countries where you can't get uh, Disney Plus? So not their problem. The not their problem. See the problem. <laughs> I mean, it is. These movies are designed to be continuity, to be based in continuity, right? And they're it's based in comics where they can use the continuity when they want to I'm use it. At, all I'm getting at is why couldn't we get a little bit of dialogue that explained how we got to where we are? We did. They explained it when Steven, when Steven goes to meet her. This is all real. This almost looks real. Oh, but it is real. I did this with the hex and this is this and this. Well, but this and this and this and this. I had twins. But I had boys. No, you don't really have boys. You created those boys. Mm-hmm. They gave it to you. Like yeah, they gave but it, it doesn't make a lot time. of sense unless you've seen the show. No, no, no Way Home doesn't make sense unless you've seen all the Spider-Man movies. These yep. movies are designed to fun. This is the design. This is what they want them to be. Now, you can argue that that's a flaw, and I won't fight you on that, but it's not like it's sloppy. Like, this is this is what they're supposed to be. They well, want you to watch all these Disney things in between. And right? I'm going to say how that, they're, like, that's how they're designed. Like, shout out to Joey from So Wizard. Like, he he tried to say for the longest time, the shows aren't going to matter because they're not going to want that, you know. They, that's his they assumption. Know. Right. But, I mean... It is. I mean, they, like, told, they told us at the end of WandaVision, she's going to come back in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Venice. They wrote right, which it on means, the screen. Which also <laughs> means when Captain America 4 comes out, Sam will just be Captain America and they were not going to bother explaining how he got there. They will. They'll give you a conversation that sums everything up. Yeah, real attention. quick. Right. But it's, mm-hmm. yeah. But why go back? I mean, this is what, this is their plan. They want you to watch these things. This isn't like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Yeah. They want you to, they introduce Doctor Strange, this Doctor Strange and Captain carter in what if so like you can watch it great if you don't want to watch it you don't have to watch it but you're gonna miss stuff that's correct me if i'm wrong correct me if i'm wrong i will they didn't call her captain carter they called her captain britain no they called her captain carter because i said captain britain and they said they called her captain carter okay okay i was disappointed because that was me going oh they cheaped out because that you want to see the Captain Britain. Thing, I wanted right? to see Captain Britain. I yeah. wanted at least a hint to the cat, but I got plenty of other hints for other things later in that scene. So mm-hmm. I was cool. So Krasinski. Can you believe that? I immediately shot Dave a message. I'm like, Dang. this was the best kept secret of the MCU ever. The geek culture has willed it, and so it shall be. I mean, yeah, because this- they told us Patrick Stewart was back as, as Professor X. Oh, yeah. Like, they told which was, us that. Which mm-hmm. was a great, because I remember going into this, going to Illuminati, I'm like, why did they give it that way? This would have been a great reveal. They didn't give it away. They did the they did the old, the Carney trick. You know, look at this. Look, look over at here. This. Yeah. And they <laughs> yeah. pulled it from you. Like, it was great. When Patrick Stewart comes with they that, did you guys catch that when the wheels roll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They play a little bit of in the 97, which you're going to have a new season of. Loved it. Which, again, marketplace they put them in there so you remembered hey remember x-men it's coming back but it was like, it was exactly that he was the green suit the yellow yep. the big yellow you yep, know the yellow thing. wheelchair it was part he was yep. he was the jim lee professor x yeah 
the Jim Lee design. It was great. It was great to see Patrick Stewart in a Marvel proper movie. And I'm like, you know what? He met an untimely end, which they all did, but that's what their purpose is. He was, the but yeah. the, it's what I said back. It was what I said back when they did the Ralph Boner thing. Now that we have Fox, all that stuff is on the table. Yep. So and it, he was, he was something, the here's something all, too, too, right? I want, I, I want to put this out there, right? It's not a genius universe, John. No, they're too, not, they're not too, long they're too happy. Yes. Here, here's something I definitely want to put out there. So this was, you know, it was a three, eight, right. was the universe. And so, but what they did is like in all of the universes, Dr. Strange was better bending to Cumberbatch and, and Wanda Maximoff was Elizabeth Olsen. In what does Benedict Cumberbatch look like as paint? What I'm getting at is, so now we can maybe assume that in the 616 universe, which I'm so weird, I was weirded out that because I could have swore Marvel said it was like 19 One, something. It was 199,999. Yeah. That might be that might be their designation for our for our universe in our universe, but in that universe they designated a six. That's for us, man. That was just for us to pop. Yeah, so, because cause it, cause, that didn't make any sense either. Because universe. 616 is the comic the universe, comic. not the for, yeah. for, for those it's listening just, who don't know, yes, yeah, 616 is the main comic book universe. It's just to make us smile. Well, we can That's say in the 616 universe, Reed Richards will be John Krasinski, possibly. Joe. Oh, no, they're going to. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I mean, like, I mean, it's he, so he, funny. They, 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 wait, it, for Fantastic Four, the movie, the director just stood down or yeah. stepped down. John, so we talk about last Krasinski, week. right. So, but just, just to just also uh, interject, Mysterio in No Way Home, No Way Home this time. Oh no, in from Far home. From Home. In Far From Home. He he when he talked to Peter, he said, Oh, I'm from a different universe. Your universe is 616. Oh, he says that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well then it's all right. That's what it is. That's well, been no, but the thing was now. that he what he was only he wasn't from another universe. So he just happened to say the yeah, right so number. but I'm gonna say the it's only for us. Funny. it's for us. It's just make us so fun. apparently the only person that's different in other universes is Spider-Man, but we'll <laughs> we'll let that slide because we wanted well, the because other Spider-Man is owned by Sony in different universes. I mean, like yeah. again, it's it's all fan service, which is fine. I like fan, I like to be serviced it with my fandom. <laughs> like <laughs> comes yeah, back to porn. No, uh, I thought I was. I, you know what's good too is we saw what John Krasinski could be. And when she said she worked for the, you guys knew it right when Rachel McAdams when she was said the Baxter. I worked yeah. for the Baxter Foundation. Yeah. I went. Yep, yep, yep. Like so, I knew I, I had a hunch so, it was coming. And I was very happy that it came. There were a couple. I mean, of it's so theater, funny. It's like the thing, the thing, the thing. You know, when he appeared, when he appeared, the audience applauded. Mm. But when Professor X rolled out and the music played, they like yeah, no reaction. They knew no reaction. They knew it was coming. Yeah, we gave it I, away. If they yeah. didn't tell us it was coming, mm-hmm. right? If we had two surprises, then you would have gotten those applause again, much like the Toby and the uh, Andrew Garfield reveals. And because mm-hmm. they they lied, we knew that was we had a hunch that was coming, but they lied about it consistently. This John Stadisky one, ain't nobody said shit. Yeah, this is the fourth time that uh, Professor X has died in in. Marvel and X-Men. How many times does he die in the comics? I know, but five years you get such a watch to it. But but there's a lot of comics out there, and like they've really condensed it down where he's like every other movie he's dying. That's what he does in the books too. That's doc. That's doc. uh, Professor X's function is to consistently die. I'm sure Don will agree with me on this. Here's a question: If when they bring X-Men into the MCU. Do we want Patrick Stewart or do we want? Um... No, it can't be Pat- Patrick Stewart's done. He's not even going to do like it, this he's is pretty his last old. season of Picard. He's getting too old for this. I think I think he'd start again. 
right? I would rather see um, uh, blah, dude, James McAvoy. Yeah, I, was about to say, I don't know. James if, McAvoy. I don't know if he comes. I don't know. I don't know what their plans are. But again, we've it's all on the table, man. It's all on the table, and it goes we have back multi- to what, yeah, yeah. It goes back to what Deadpool said. You need a bunch of young people that can carry a franchise for the next ten to twenty years. I don't know. <laughs> like it's going to be interesting to see what their plan. But they are plans. Like they brought Patrick Stewart in. Like this, the second time they've teased us with the X Men from the 20th Century Fox universe. Mm. Yes, it is. And, and and now we definitely have Fantastic Four. And now we definitely have Fantastic Four. Which is boy, was that a violent scene? She unraveled him. The the hubris of these guys, like supposedly the smartest people, and you know, okay, all yeah, together, but that, and but that like, flies for the Illuminati like, in the comics. I, yes, I know that is but, that is what they are. Their their arrogance is their undoing. That's the whole point of the seriously? Illuminati. Because because yes. I, I just yes. Reed, he they said Reed when um Wanda asked Reed, you know, do, do you have a family? Do you have a wife? He's like, yeah, yeah, I do. He's like, oh, good. Wife Somebody can take care of your children. He has children. Yes. So, so he's got a reality warper kid, right? So he should know what the possibility of that is. He should be smart enough to be able to know that when they're sitting there saying, "Oh, oh no, Stephen Strange, you're the most dangerous one. We can handle Wanda." John, he, he, he should have been the one that sat there and said, "Oh fuck no." John, have yeah. you ever read a Fantastic Four comic book in your life? The right. Reed, Reed Richards. Richards supposed that to is be- the re- no. Reed Richards is an arrogant prick who yeah. thinks he can smart, uh, who thinks he's smarter than everyone else, and con- and his hubris constantly fucks the Fantastic Four. That's that why is, they made him that evil is the in the Ultimate Universe. Yes, because that is because Reed Richards is like he's one step away from a supervillain constantly so it's always and again this is the this is the universe where they actually did defeat Thanos like he had a big old thing stuck in him like and they didn't have to go to the they 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 had him beat there's the one the Illuminati is super super arrogant to begin with that's the whole point of it we are the Illuminati we are the ones in control we got this Mm -hmm. and just like in the comics they fuck it up that's what they I mean like we have to understand like when you're creating characters human humanity is what defeats them at all times especially in the marvel universe is feet of clay right if they make the right decisions all the time we don't have a story people fuck up people make mistakes people with extra abilities make extra mistakes because they believe in themselves where, but that's that's not exactly true because you can have a good no, it's story 100% where, true. Where, no where, no 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 john story where the bad guy is strong enough and smart enough to be able to give a challenge to the good guy right that's but again like that's what makes drama is characters have to make mistakes they make mistakes. That's the mm-hmm. whole point of it. That's the whole point of humanity. That's the whole point of characters are called feet of clay because they make mistakes. Yeah, but these guys were just I mean and they, you, that that's a and they and they paid for it. Yeah, true. I mean, let exactly the, the hubris was my god, black bolt. My god, they blew up black bolt's brain. Yeah. That just was the whole, I, they, when that happened. I'm like, oh, definitely Sam Raimi. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And that's that Sam like, and that's the whole thing. That point of that scene was to show the hubris of like. Mm-hmm. him telling her oh all he has to do is whisper a word and kill you like don't tell him yeah don't exactly tell the enemy like... what your weapon is <laughs> right you're supposed to let the evil guy monologue not you <laughs> right but again that's very reed richards yeah that's what he does like yeah and it's the, the case of the fantastic four over and over again like i give you the jonathan hickman story the council of reeds where all the reeds mm-hmm. from the multiverse get together and they plot this stuff why because why who else could do this but us we need to figure this out. Yeah. For all the they, reads from across the multiverse. I mean, that's they, that's what they are. I forget whose run it was, but they they had one a couple of comics where they explained the fact that you give Reed Richards a problem and he will hyper focus on that and that alone. And he will he will figure it out, even if it's to even if it winds up 
you know, creating a new type of A-bomb or something. It it was always, it, it was always Tony Stark, who was the futurist who could do that, but on multiple levels, but multiple threads. And in the Civil he, War he could still fuck it up, in but, the he, but he could also also fix his own problems. And he, in the end, he did more good. Whereas Reed, Reed would just, in, in you know. The civil, but that Civil War storyline yeah. in the yeah. comics, he creates a prison in the negative zone and puts his friends in there that get captured. Mm-hmm. Like, he also brings Thor. He also creates a Thor clone just so they could turn the tide, right? Like, oh, like that was Reed Richards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I re- I yeah. Reed, Reed's got a collection of really, and that's the thing too. He also helped destroy the Scroll world. Like, Reed's got a whole bunch of big oopsies on his, and that's the thing is he's the smartest man in the world, but he has like no social ability, right? He has a hard time relating to human beings, mm-hmm. and like his he's got no moral compass. It's just he oh, does. I have a problem, solve no. the problem, no matter what. Yeah, he, no matter what the end. But that's the function of the Fantastic Four. That's the fun. That's what Sue does. Sue is his moral compass. And without Sue, he makes like especially without Sue's influence on the on the stories, he does make these mistakes. Right. Sue, what, Sue is Again, nowhere to be found in the story. Right. And that's also why he does the things he does in that movie because they break up because of the Civil War. Like right. they don't. The, Sue and and Ben were like they don't want to register, so they leave. Mm-hmm. And reads by himself, and he starts doing all this stuff. Yeah, because yeah, so, Reed like, left to his own devices is evil. Like I said, when they brought the 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 ultimate Reed Richards into the into the regular MU regular six one six, he becomes like the top villain. Like he becomes Doom. Him and Doom, like they're college roommates. They had a lot more in common than they have differences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like right. I didn't I didn't mean to like you know turn that into that because there, there's so much more about this we we should talk about. Like who who was shoot who was the person that played Captain. Uh, was it not Captain Carter? Captain Captain Marvel? Adam. Oh, was Captain it the person? Marvel. Play, yeah, Captain was Marvel. Was it Monica? Was that supposed? To, I mean, like I think that was supposed to be Monica Rambeau, but that's no, not no. the same person. No, it was Lashana Lynch. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I assume she's supposed Wasn't to be Monica. That, that was her friend, I thought, from yes. Captain Marvel. That was yeah, Monica. Yeah, yeah, Monica Rambeau. Yeah, same one. I thought so. Maria Rambeau. Maria. Oh, it was Maria. Monica, her, Monica's mother. mother. Monica, right. Maria, Maria. basically in Monica that universe, in the comics yeah, yeah in that yeah. universe she she did the flight and oh hit, by the way yes that makes perfect sense yeah and that works i mean that that works like mm-hmm. just changing you know and maybe they couldn't get the oh my god or they didn't want to butcher her oh Monica Brie, rambo you mean photon brie larson I brie larson, maybe I, think larson wanted, right. I think they just wanted the difference to show you that it's a different universe yeah you know because i didn't expect the illuminati that we got to be honest with you but i'm okay with it because they all got butchered well it's so funny too right because and, and it was i was talking about this with someone there was a rumor for a long time like they were going to bring in tom cruise to be iron man in this thing and i'm like i'm like why would you do that like someone was someone was arguing because robert downey jr has gotten too expensive it's like tom cruise is going to be just as expensive yeah, as robert downey and Rob, tom cruise don't do cameos unless it's something like tropic thunder where he thinks it's will, funny i will mm. say this i was shocked how much they were in the movie like it, it's yeah, a cameo too. but it was a long it's a feature cameo and yeah. Yeah. yeah and they established character and, mm-hmm. and and story with them so no for sure and we got a we got a traditional professor x scene yeah right which i thought was cool like that was right out of the fox movies that was sam going like you know what let's just do it like we'll just do a scene from the x-men movies and it was cool i liked it i liked it a lot um very violent very very violent Extreme, yes. like again, like the reason that they they earned that PG thirteen, and and if it wasn't for all the Ultron machines leaving oil all over Wanda, oh, that would have been blood. Like, that is so Sam Raimi. 
That, that is the, that is the only Raimi. way they got Captain it. Carter getting cut in half. Bicepted. That was such a she Sam Raimi scene bicepted. where it's on her head, on her face, and she just gets that look on her face and then falls over. Like that's Sam Raimi. Yeah. The crash zooms, the rotating camera angles. Mm-hmm. It was such a Raimi, and it was per- he really was the perfect guy I feel to direct this movie because it really does embrace the horror aspects of Strange, and we haven't gotten to the end yet. But the end of the end of the movie is the same end as as Evil Dead too. Like I said, yeah, yeah. you know, with set up Army of Darkness, which again we're set up and. Let's let's jump ahead. What did you think? Of, did you guys watch the post credit sequences? Of course, of course, yes. I mean, like, so we're getting Clea, Clea, Clea. I can never remember how yes. to pronounce it. Clea, yeah, yes. With do you him. think they're going to develop a relationship? Yes, yes, I do. Yeah. I do. Because it's whole thing by Charlize Theon. Uh, I don't know. Probably not. I don't think so. I don't think because marriage is such a permanent thing, and you know, the story is she turns on him eventually. So yeah, and it's Charlize it? Theron. Yeah, she turns. Yeah, on. in the comics, she does. Yes. And like, but they don't have to do that necessarily because she hasn't been part of the comics in a long time, but she's an important part of Strange's mythos. And the fact that, and the fact that at the end, he's embraced the darkness a little bit where you see the third eye, you're like, oh, so it is a little bit like evil of darkness. darkness Just the way the movie ends, he's walking out of the house and starts screaming and looks up and then the third eye opens. Uh And then you cut back to him and he's walking again. Then Clea's like, can you do this? And he's like, yo, boop. And that yeah, thing shows up again. And he's cool with it now. He's like, ah, right, what the hell? I got a third eye. That is you such know? a Raimi thing. Yeah. So Raimi. It's like, it's the chainsaw hand, right? It's like, it's very much like Ash where, you know, he cuts his hand off and now he's got to deal with it. So now instead of not having a hand, I've got a big old chainsaw on my arm, right? Mm-hmm. That's the, that's very much Sam Raimi as you deal with like, he doesn't steer away from these like gigantic changes to characters. We didn't even talk about the biggest cameo, Bruce Campbell. That was awesome. <laughs> you can't the have a Sam Raimi without him in it. What was Pizza Papa? Pizza yeah. Papa. I love and it. They, they basically reanimating <laughs> his 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 from I Evil love, Dead. Yeah, from, from Evil Dead hand, too, where he's punching Evil. himself in the face. It's, I loved yeah. fantastic. I loved how like that was such a cool little funny character mm-hmm. moment where like Chavez shows up with the, the the pizza balls and he's like, "How'd you pay for that?" Oh. In most universes, you don't have to pay for food. I don't know why your university figured that out. And then he hey, you like, hey, you got to pay for that. <laughs> it was so per- it was it was hilarious. It was so perfect. It, having that is the perfect part for Campbell too, because it was like I mean he showed up like yeah, perfect. It was awesome. Like and then he'll stop in three weeks. You know, it was good. yeah, yeah. That was, it was, that was awesome. gonna hurt. Okay, so here's something that everybody might have missed: the Book of Ashanti. First off. Yeah, we, you know, you're you're like sitting there going, oh, so the Book of Ashanti is real and Strange is going to get it. He's going to become, you know, all powerful Strange. And then the book immediately gets burned up. Oh, but, I love that. I love that. That's because, again, that's what you think they're going to do. They're going to think he's going to get the good well, isn't book. That, yeah. But did yeah. you see what was on the page that was burning that that Strange noticed just before the page burned up? I noticed, I, he noticed something, but I don't remember what it was. It was, it was America Chavez's star. Oh. And that's why at the end, he's he decided to trust her because her the, her emblem was, was in, in the, the book, book of Ashanti. That is a nice which, catch, John. So nice work on that one. But 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 there's also the joke of yes, the all powerful book that will give you all the spells you need to well, defeat your like, Oh well, <laughs> what I like sure too is, is again with with Stan Raimi, we were dealing with a book, but dealing with books, yeah. right? Because it's the same as the Evil Dead oh, yeah. series, right? Like it's yep. perfect. And here's here's a okay. So correct me if I'm wrong. But I'm, the terminology, like the idea that they're going to get a book and it's going to solve everything. That's a MacGuffin, right? No, absolutely. The thing that they're going to do ex machina. The, that's a do ex machina. 
That's that's oh, okay. you know, the thing that, that like, solves all well, the problems. Okay, no, but it's a MacGuffin when it isn't. The Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, the, the MacGuffin the is what drives the plot. The, but the MacGuffin can also, is what solves all your problems. It's supposed to be Deus Ex Machina. But, yeah. but it's not. A, it, that's a, if it would have solved the problems, it would have been a Deus Ex Machina. Okay, yep. Because it didn't solve the problems, it's a MacGuffin. Right, exactly. Like yeah. you were thinking, oh, okay, this is going to be it, and then it gets destroyed it's just as they get there. It's like, which okay. is what you do, which is what you do with a good old thing like that, because you can't have a Deus Ex Machina. What they did do was a thousand times better. Him yeah. re, like he, Doctor Strange became the Evil Dead. Yes. Oh my god, so we, we, all, we all thought it was the, the Zombie Strange from What If, but no, it was, it was him. It was yeah. so great. That like, was I'm perfect. Oh my god, and like it's so funny. It was the only time Such a in the movie thing. where it was like there was a it's, nod to the camera to the audience explaining what was going on. Where I was like, I felt like they didn't need to do that. Where it was like, well, wait a minute, don't you need a Doctor Strange in in that universe to take over? And he's like, no one said I had to be living. And it was like, of course that's what he's doing. He buried the body at the beginning of the movie. You know, so there was a body there he could take over. That is Chekhov's. That is Chekhov's gun. Yeah. Yes. So we've got dead a dead eyed strange, right? <laughs> yes, which is just and again, that's just to refresh people who might have missed it. That yes, there was another Doctor Strange. We buried him. Remember this? Now he back. It's fine. Whatever. And and you, you know? also remember what Strange said when he buried that body? I've done I've worse. buried worse. Yeah. I buried worse. What, Great what, line. What what else is buried in that in the <laughs> and that's what's awesome about Strange is because he does Strange more than any other character in the Marvel Universe walks that fine line of keeping darkness in balance with the light. And sometimes that requires darkness. Hmm. Right. And strange has to do some, that's the strange, that's been the strange character from day one. He does make these like, these like harsh decisions that could destroy a universe that is like, well, this is the best thing I can think of to do. Like, like a surgeon, right? Like the surgeon, yeah. like, we have to cut this out. This is the hard thing to do, but this is the only way we got to do it. Boom. But, like, but he's also got that e same egotism that Reed Richards does where it's 100%. like, I'm the, I'm the one that has to hold the knife, I'm the which was the a knife. theme all the way through this. Mm -hmm. you know? But at the end, he's not like, he's kind of not the one holding the knife. America has to do it. So he has to let go a little bit. Right. And he really decided to trust her because he mm -hmm. saw that her, is, her that is the, in the book of Ashanti. So. Good writing. Right. That's the character growth moment where he's yep. like, every I'm going to trust you to. to every character's got to grow. And that's good. That's a good moment for Doctor Strange. I do agree with Don. Mordo was not great in this one. But again, he's from the universe of idiots. I can accept the fact that everyone in this universe is an idiot because it's consistent. <laughs> it's consistent across everyone. Yeah, they were. They were just. But again, they defeat. They defeated Thanos without without the trauma. But right? they also they had... didn't lose half the universe. They just but lost. They... And strange, their strange went new. Their strange went. He's like, I'm. I've gone too far execute me it's almost like a utopia universe right, right but but and the utopias problem being, make people soft but the problem yeah. being that well yeah strange decided to up his ante with the with the dead book but but they also had the fantastic four and all the mutants which our universe the 616 universe didn't have at that point so of course they were going to defeat thanos there's no you know they have black bolt right they, we haven't they seen did black have, bolt really in this universe did, they did have black bolt they were able to beat thanos but again thanos didn't thanos didn't wipe out half the population so well they yeah have, they didn't have to because they, they didn't had have enough the, power to stop them but they didn't the have other, the scars but the other thing is not one of them thought twice about killing strange instead of trying to help him mm -hmm. they just said nope he's corrupted we gotta get rid of him it's like that 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 is most telling of all about that mm -hmm. universe it's like they didn't all these heroes they didn't think twice about trying to help him trying to get him off the book or destroying the book or whatever they just said nope off him 
it's it's definitely different. Like I said, it's a, it's almost like a utopia universe. But sometimes when you have those utopias, like the hard choices aren't made. Like it's like, well, this is the most logical they don't have any experience with hard choices. They Correct, because they just got away with it, so they don't have that. So and it's easier to do that. Whereas in this universe, they wouldn't do that. But this universe is so much more trauma scarred than that one. You can see it. There's like beautiful trees, and like all the buildings are covered in flowers, and it's yeah. it's a much more visually appealing universe. But there's mm. a I love that there's a cost to that. Is a lot of times the human the the human emotion isn't there as much. Which again, you have Reed Richards essentially speaking for this universe, and that's really his character. Yeah. Ooh. So what else in the movie? What else in the movie we haven't? I because mean, I know you got a hard deadline. What uh, I'm good. what else have we talking about? Like just her chasing them through the through through the place to get to the book of Ashanti. Well, that was just like how, what did you guys think of Elizabeth Olsen's performance as Wanda here? I liked the hard turn into how she embraced being the bad guy, but I find oh, that she's she the most. It. She was great. She's great boy fan of the Scarlet Witch. I'll just leave it at that. She's so good at embracing. Like she she. She's so good at running the gamut of emotions with, with this Wanda character. And I feel like this is the most sympathetic villain that we've had in the Marvel universe. Cause she's you, been through so much and we've seen it, right? We've seen yeah. it. It's, it's so much harder when you see the downfall of someone and you get, you're like, I, I get it. I get it. I don't like it, but I get it. Right. And then she's kind of saved by herself and her kids a little. So it is the alternate universe versions, but she's kind of brought back to earth by what she loves. And I like that. Again, this I thought this was all really good writing and really good acting. You know, it wasn't, I didn't think she was scenery chewing or anything like that. I thought she was just good and felt the best villains feel like they're the good guys. Kind of kind of fun we started True. with what are the problems we've seen and now we're like, hey, the writing was awesome. You I know? thought the writing was great. Like I know you guys, you guys see things differently than I do. So I mean, I always appreciate listening to it because again, I'm all about character what's what the most important thing is character emotion story beats like um, feel like for me it's always like how do you feel in the moment and so sometimes yeah. i'm first to admit like live like the like that kind of lot like that kind of logic it slips by me because that's not what like when you're taught to write that is not the stuff you're taught to focus both, so both for me can, stuff like that slips by yeah but both things can be can. true at the they same can. time so i just never see them i never i never think about those never i never think about those kind of things yeah I mean, I, and I also kind of wondered, but I guess they, you know, it doesn't matter. Like the, the, the power of the dark hold, like, because she took over the other Wanda, but like, she obviously had all of that, the power. Whereas like the, the Wanda was the Wanda in that universe, that powerful. No. Yeah. She never, like, cause the kids they are still alive. The Wanda in that universe could be that powerful, right? The Wanda in our universe is only that powerful because she's been pushed. Agatha pushed her to that point. And the yeah. death of vision pushed her to that point, right? This Wanda has her kids, so she has her tether, right, to reality. This one, our Wanda doesn't have that. Right. Yeah. Which, again, is the whole point. So she is going to create them, Dave. They are going to be alive again because Billy, they're Billy and Tommy. They're still wicked in speed. Like, they're coming. They're coming. And she's they're not coming. dead either. No, she's not dead. She's she, not destroyed, dead. she destroyed in every universe. She can't be dead. She figured out how to traverse the multiverse without America's power, or she successfully took enough of it to do it. Yeah, or, or she just she just teleported out of the when she destroyed the building because you but, saw the red flash at the end. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Strange said she destroyed the dark home in every universe, dark right. hold in every universe. Yeah, well, so. and that, that was the funny thing because, like, again, one of the young people I saw the movie with was like, "I loved Wanda. Why did they kill her?" And I'm like, first rule of comic book movies." <laughs> No body, Amen. no death. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, even if you Rookie, see a body. Rookies, man. Rookies. Yeah, even if you see a body. That's why there's some people that don't think that Robert Downey Jr. is gone. Every time we have one of these moments, they talk about how we can bring Iron Man back. We just don't accept it because we, as comic fans, have been conditioned to not accept a single death. 
Yeah. Right. This is true. And Wanda, it's just we have we have bad experience with it. Wanda will be back. That's gonna be that's gonna be the story, right? She's, that's gonna be the young Avengers story. It's gonna be the redemption of Wanda Maximoff. Well, we we know because oh. she's got she's got a contract is for the, how many more years, yeah, right? But that is the story of the of the young Avengers. Right. So You're right. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's and they're still setting up young Avengers, right? Right. We're, because we're all on the table. Because House of M made her the this villain was, in the MC in the in the comics. This was our House of M. Yeah. Yeah, like they they touched on it with WandaVision, but then this really made her the villain. WandaVision was West Coast Avengers, right? Is small. Hmm. It was the first taste of it. That was really John Burns West Coast Avengers. Agatha Harkness, the twins, the whole yeah, thing. That was yeah. that. This is this was House of M with the alternate universes and the war reality warping. But again, like I'm not a fan of House. Of M. So this in my in my personal opinion was just as effective, if not better. For the movies, for the movies universe that we set up. Oh my god, you're, I didn't even think of it. You're right. Yeah, nice. Young Avengers is going to be her redemption. Young Avengers is redemption because that's what it is. Young Avengers is the redemption story of Wanda Maximoff. I mean, we've got more than enough of them to to do a movie now too. Like, we've got Stature. We've got Wicked and Speed. We've got Patriot. We've got we don't have Chavez. yet. We've got it. Well, America's a later edition, but she can easily be put in. We've got Kate Bishop, Hawkeye. But uh-huh. she's fine. We can put her into there. Like I, we're gonna, we're, you can add more in, right? We've got a young. Loki. We're gonna get Riwi Williams. Yes, again, later edition, but easily can be added on. Yeah, yeah, it's all there. It's all the pieces are all there to do Young Avengers. It'll be perfect for us. You know, I'm all about it. We also got Rindra too, and Miss Marvel. R- and I mean, Marvel. Not, I'm, I'm not talking about the Young Avengers. I'm talking about like they're they're introducing every every one of these movies. They're they're introducing more and more of the MC uh, of the we got Marvel Bova. Yeah, we got yeah. Bova in this movie. I never yeah. thought we got Bova in the M- in the MCU. If you had told me that, and we saw Iron Man in two thousand eight, I would say, okay, hey, bro, this is going to lead to Bova. Like, Are you out of your mind? <laughs> well, Are you, you was, crazy? Was, hey, was, we've already sh- we've already seen Howard the Duck, so I know, <laughs> you know I know. But here's the, the thing. real Howard the Duck. Come on, <laughs> how many people saw that? in the trailer and thought oh well that's one of the alternate universes oh i didn't think that oh okay no i never honestly never even occurred to me that you just said that we got one mountain right yep steeped mm-hmm. in marvel continuity like again some people hate that like a lot of these critics don't like the fact that these movies aren't designed to function on their own they're designed to be part of this continuum but and they're I, not so they're not that's what i'm saying it's like that's not a flaw it's a feature mm-hmm. sorry the uh Side note, I forgot. I was talking to my son the other day and he pointed something out about the MCU, the hand that cut in Eternals that comes out of the ground, right? Because mm-hmm. I keep I keep joking around like no one's mentioned it yet. Like yep. in the shows and any of the movies, like no one's mentioned that there's a now a hand in the North Pole. Stand <laughs> part back. of a head. I'm part of a head. And he said that's gonna be the next Avengers headquarters. Could be because they, at it, one point it was mm-hmm. yes Wasn't there was it? they were they had a headquarter in a celestial head mm-hmm. yeah. in the comics so yeah well they have could that be the young game, avengers you know? headquarters? this is possible they, 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 they've you know they they just need a hand to get to get ahead that's all oh my god so based anyway. on, yeah based on that maybe we should wrap this one up gentlemen <laughs> is there anything else it's only gonna get worse uh, I, I don't know like you know just just the, the 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 scene of her running through the the corridors chasing after him looking like zombie wanda from from it just yeah it's just like the glowing red eyes the the cloak the of, she's, she's i just, like the cloak of demons 
on the, oh. the yeah the cloak of humans was just brilliant. It was so it was so Sam Raimi. It was so Sam. He was the only guy who could have made this particular movie. Right? Yeah. This was this was evil. Drag me to hell. It was like a little bit of Dark Man. It was that Sam Raimi coming out, and it was we we, we never talked about. They've introduced the incursions too. I did. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that's 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 a that's a Thanos. That's greater than a Thanos level issue right so that could be and i thought i saw the living tribunal when they were bouncing through universes yes, that was so one of, yeah. i need to go back and see and look at that again and we've seen him a tricks. couple of times we saw a statue yeah. of him in loki so yes. so there's going to be some grander cosmic threat set up to something i have no idea what but yeah what what do we think overall hmm john what's your, what's Boy, your are we score? giving what? numericals now yeah well, let's, numericals. Let's, final thoughts and and, and score i it, there are a couple of continuity errors that bug me, but this is one of those ones where I'll live with it because the story and the the visual spectacle is just amazing. And it like, yeah, I, I know that Sam Raimi isn't for everybody, but like he just made it fun. And at the same time, at certain points, kind of terrifying. It was is just this was the best horror MCU movie. Like, and it, it was nice to see an MCU movie that was just not anywhere near the, was it the, the, the Marvel, was it the Marvel recipe? Right. So I, I'd give it, I'm giving it 8.5. Okay. JD. I love horror. Love Sam Raimi. Had an evil dead poster in my room in college for five years. And like, um, yeah, man, this, this, I expected not to like this movie. So I was pleasantly surprised. I expected it to be kind of me because those are the, I get, I don't read reviews, but that was the buzz that I had been hearing. And uh, I just, I think these movies are just not what the critics want anymore. So uh, I think there's a, there's a backlash against their success. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with John on this one. I was going to go eight, but John kind of sold me. I'll go eight and a half. Okay. Not the best Marvel movie ever, but pretty damn good. Eight, eight, eight and a half bodies that strange is buried somewhere. <laughs> At least. Okay. I, I, so I had said that I think I like the first one better. Again, I think the main, my only reason I like the first one better is he, defeats Damarmu by outsmarting him by just being smarter than him you know doing the time loop and sticking getting stuck in that for you know however long that is and i felt like in this one it was pure force that he fell into he lucked his way into into defeating yeah he, defeating he thought her. about it he, what, what, what was it that christine told him you're a sorcerer they're spirits well that too is like he couldn't so he every time he tried to outsmart it this time he made it worse and he had to learn that he couldn't, he doesn't have to outsmart everything. He needs to yeah. learn to trust other people. That's the growth moment. Yeah, yeah. no, no, and I was about to say, but I was going to say. But I get it if it, didn't, if, I, if it didn't do it for you. I mean, that's an yeah. emotional thing. <laughs> right. So so I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm not going to score it as high as you guys. I'm going to give it eight dance, uh, what did they say? Souls of the damn capes nice. out of ten. <laughs> Sure. But it's still pretty high, you know. Again, yeah, I'm not gonna say it's the best of the MCU, but it was it's entertaining, like yeah. especially and you're right, JD. I like Sam Raimi movies. I love I've seen the Evil Dead and Army of Darkness movies. I loved the first three Spider-Man movies. So yeah, I'm I'm a fan of his. I always will be a fan of his. So yeah. Gotta uh gotta say it was good. So all right. Cool. Suggestions. Go see this movie. Go see Doctor mm-hmm. Strange. That's the suggestion of the week. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I will suggest that you go to SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to our social media at the top of the page. Comic book reviews by our good friend D-Square. And yes, go see this movie. And I actually did have a recommendation for this week. What is the name of that show? Now, now I can't remember. On uh, Netflix, It was actually a Netflix 
Oh, okay. I started watching Grace and Frankie with my my girlfriend, and uh, we're about halfway through the first season. And you guys familiar with that show at all? My wife, my wife watched it. I didn't say she liked it. Yeah. So it's uh, Lily Tomlin and uh, Jane Fonda. They're two women in their seventies whose husbands who don't like each other, but their husbands are business partners, and they decide to divorce them because the the husbands decide, realized they were gay and in love with each other. And apparently we're having a 20 year affair and finally decided now that they can legally get married. Brilliant. And uh, so the two of them are forced to kind of end up forced to like live together and become friends. And it's, it's, it's actually kind of funny. So I I highly recommend it. So Hmm. yes, I mean, you can't go wrong wrong with Lily Tomlin. So on that note, boys and girls, as always, thanks for listening and don't let your cape caught in the door. Have a good week.